This is Town Square Sunday On Demand. And now, 1420 WBSM's Jim Phillips. You'll find some of the most interesting programs around at the New Bedford Fisherman's Heritage Center, 38 Bethel Street in the Historic District. Uh, And I say that because every time we ask what's going on, she's always got a list of things to talk about. Laura Orleans joins us today. And in these programs, you can sometimes learn something. In fact, most times you can learn some things you probably didn't know. Uh, Laura Orleans is the executive director of the Fishing Heritage Center. She's been on this program before. We welcome her back today, and it's good to see you again. Thanks so much for the opportunity. We haven't talked for a bit, but uh, I did notice on Facebook something called Fishboat, the Fishboat program. What is that? So um, there are a couple of different things. Um, The Fishboat program that you're seeing on Facebook is a Friday feature, um, Fishboat Fridays, nice mm-hmm. alliteration. And it is featuring the photography of, of John Choo Ryan, who many of your listeners probably remember. He used to stand on the hurricane dike and take photographs of the boats. So these are mostly boats that were around in the 1980s. A lot of them are no longer in our port, many of them eastern rigs, some of them wooden, um, very nostalgic. And what we've done is to Photoshop out the name of the boat. And it's a little trivia or not trivia game, but, you know, can you guess the name of the boat? And you'd be amazed how quickly the responses come in and how often they're correct. Wow. It's great. Uh, and that's a wonderful way to get the community involved. Maybe not directly, but somewhat directly with the fishing and the Bedford Fishing Heritage Center. Um, we're going to mention fish boat again, but coming up on... Uh, December 3rd is a program called Women on the Water. And this will be a panel discussion. Is that right? I think it's December 2nd, though. Okay. It's, um, yeah, it's on the Friday, December 2nd. You're right. I'm yep. sorry. No, I'm no, sorry. not at all. Just December to, 2nd. Yep, December 2nd, 7 p.m. Um, and it's a free program at the Fishing Heritage Center. We are collaborating with a colleague of mine who's down in the Long, Long Island, New York area. Um, she runs something called Long Island Traditions, which is sort of a – New York version of the Fishing Heritage Center, if you will. And um, so she proposed bringing some of the women that are involved in the fishery down there up to New Bedford. We're going to be in the schools on Friday morning and then Friday evening, an opportunity for the public to hear from some women from down that way and some women yet to be determined from up our way. Um, Always challenging to get people who are actively fishing to be able to make a commitment. So we've got our feelers out and I know it'll be wonderful, and it's just an opportunity to hear, you know, hear about a different aspect of the fishing community. And women in New Bedford uh, have held a number of waterfront-related jobs through the years. Uh, you had a recent program, which uh, kind of highlighted that. Um, and uh, it's certainly different. Most people, I would think, uh, would think that's different. But it's, uh, it's also important. It show, is. It shows new Bedford. Yeah, so we spent the better part of a year actually exploring the various ways that women are involved in the fishing industry historically and today. Uh, it resulted in an exhibit, which was in our gallery for a time. That exhibit is right now at our sister school, um, and it is moving to City Hall, I'm very pleased to say. So starting, I believe, around December 1st, people will be able to go up to the second floor of City Hall and see that exhibit Um, And it really does look at um, myths and stereotypes, women as advocates and scientists, women who are fishing. We have um, presently, there's one skipper and one mate that I'm aware of fishing offshore from New Bedford. Lots of women involved um, in the more shore side uh, businesses and also some of the fisheries that are a little smaller scale 
Um, and so, you know, it's just been interesting to explore that. And I think when young women come into the center and see images that look like them, it's kind of inspiring, too. Downtown New Bedford has a holiday stroll coming up on the first weekend of December. But there's actually another event that's happening on November 27th. Tell us about Indeed. that. Indeed. So we were approached by um, the women that started this thing called Front and Center Holiday Market. And um, it's the drawing room, which now has a new name. And she's moved up to uh, William Street in the old Arthur Moniz Gallery. And then uh, the landing, which used to be down on Front Street, so Front and Center. But they're keeping the name. Um, it's basically a holiday shopping opportunity. You know, there's so many wonderful gifts that you can buy from local the local community. We also have a gift shop. Much of our merchandise comes is made by people um, in the local fishing community and artists and authors and singers and, and so on. So come do your shopping. Um, we also will have an appearance from Salty Santa, and I gather that his wife will be joining him this year. Uh, he usually has a boatload full of Swedish fish to hand out, and uh, there will be some ornament making, you know, all in good fun and, and uh, sure. lots lots of fun for the family. What day is that? So that's actually both of those days. It's okay. kind of we're going to do it twice. So on November 27th from 11 until 4, and then a similar event on December 3rd from 12 to 5. And I should also add on December 3rd, uh, the Health Connector, the people that help people find health insurance, will be having a table with hot cocoa. So okay. uh, hot chocolate's good for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if it stays as cold as it is today. You got that. It's, it. it's, it's cold. pretty chilly out there. Um, so the last AHA night of 2022 happens on December 8th. And I, I can't really say enough about AHA. It is 20 years plus old. It is doing wonderful work in downtown New Bedford. It's the second Thursday of every month. And it's just a special kind of thing, different themes every every month. Uh, and it's just, uh, you know, Lee Heal does a tremendous job. She does. Her. And everything is free. Yeah. Everything is free. There's... You know, I'm sure a lot of people involved in making all of that happen, but really, it's just a wonderful event. Highlights downtown New Bedford, and uh, it's uh, it's clearly a very popular event. It's gone on for, as I say, 20-plus years. Um, but this year on December 8th, there will be an illustrated talk by painter and ph- photographer Steve Kennedy. He has helped to make the fishboat thing happen. Uh, so uh, tell us about Steve, if you would. Sure. So when we talk about fishboat that way, um, we've right now in our gallery, we've got an, an exhibit called Fishboats, Art of the Commercial Fishing Industry. Um, and it's sort of surprising art that is made by uh, captains, people in the fishing community, people closely associated with the fishing community. There are 10 artists featured, and Steve is one of them. Steve Kennedy, I knew mostly as a photographer. He's um, oh basically the main photographer, as far as I know, for Commercial Fisheries News, the trade paper that serves the Northeast fishing industry. Mm-hmm. So he's the one who, when somebody's got a new boat, he goes down and takes a picture of it. When they're doing trials with the new boat, you know, he'll do that. Um, and so most people will know him from that, but he is a very, very talented, very fine oil painter, um, lives out on the Cape, um, the Outer Cape, and he's going to come and talk about his work both as a photographer and a painter and just his process and how he gets his inspiration, how he learned to paint and so on. Um, And it should be really wonderful. So that's, as you said, on December 8th at 6 p.m. at the Fishing Heritage Center. 
You're listening to Town Square Sunday. I'm Jim Phillips. My guest is Laura Orleans, the executive director of the New Bedford Fishing Heritage Center at 38 Bethel Street in New Bedford. So I'm personally intrigued by many of the projects the Heritage Center does to document uh, the work of fishing in the port of New Bedford. And uh, you are working on something called Her Story, Intergenerational Oral History Project. Um, This is, again, uh, about women in the industry. And you've got some help doing that, although I understand you do dabble in the interview thing yourself. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, tell us about Her Story. Sure. Um, So Her Story is a project I've wanted to do for quite some time. The idea of intergenerational oral history. So we we are working with a group of young women in high school and college, training them in terms of how to do an oral history interview, um, and also giving them some insight into the aging process. And um, it's in fact uh, proven or documented or known or whatever that um, the as you get older, you have a need to share your life story and to kind of review your life. It's it's part of how you kind of move into a new phase. Um, and as you, as your end of life nears, not to be morbid, but you know, you want to know that what you did mattered and, and so on. So, um, we are matching the young women up with older women in the fishing community who have many stories to tell. Some of these are people who worked in the fishing community mm-hmm. or fishing industry, um, maybe in the fish houses or maybe, um, you know, in, in a variety of ways or people in fishing families. And so we're very excited about what'll come from that. Um, the kids have been doing um, a number of workshops to get ready. And uh, so actually tomorrow we're running the last of those workshops and then we'll be sending them out in pairs to conduct these interviews. The interviews will be part of our archive and, and they'll also be created as a digital exhibit. And um, you got a timeline for this? Timeline. Um, well, a little <laughs> bit. So um, I should say that we are grateful to receive funding for the project from the ARAW, which is the Association for the Relief of Aged them. Women. Yes. Um, and also from the Women's Fund South Coast. And so there are some time parameters just because of the funding, but we're aiming to get um, everything completed ne- late next spring. So we have a little bit of time. And um, I will say that it's going to be interesting, you know, between the young people's schedules, all these women are very young women are very involved in their, you know, school life and sure. extracurriculars and then the older people and their transportation needs and stuff. It'll be a challenge, but we're we're very excited to see that through. Well, all these interviews take place at the center or in, in, in um, good question. Homes? We're uh, I think it'll be kind of up to the what the older women feel comfortable with. So sure. in some cases, you know, if somebody doesn't have the ability to travel, we'll go to them. Sometimes it's nice to do an interview in someone's home. You're surrounded by things that are familiar to them. Maybe they have a photo album they want to share. Um, but also the center is certainly available for that. And you've had some success with other history projects, uh, including one that received some national prominence. I mean, this is, I think, a wonderful thing for you to do to kind of document what you're all about. Uh, you know, uh, you're not a mu- you're not a museum. We know that, <laughs> but it's it's good to have this kind of documentation. It is, and I think that sometimes those projects um, happen late, too late. And so, in fact, I mean, I'm still you know sad about some of the people we didn't get a chance to interview who are no longer with us. But we did a project. I think you're referring to the um, it was called the Archie Green 
uh, fellowship that we received from the American Folklife Center at the Library of Congress. And we were able to interview 58 people who work in shoreside trades. We had Phil Mello working with us as the photographer and there were four interviewers, myself included. And it was just um, a really wonderful opportunity to talk to people about the work they do, how they learn their job, their trade. Um, and this is everybody from people who are making nets to people who are repairing engines to people who are cutting fish and, and so on and so forth. Some of the jobs that those of us on shore don't necessarily think about when we think about fishing. We think about the act of going out to sea, but there are also all those really important jobs on shore. Now, I noticed you recently had a visitor to the Heritage Center. I mean, you have a lot of visitors. But <laughs> yes, I hope so. This, is, uh, this was uh, the big guy. The big guy himself. Yes, yeah, we John had Mitchell. A, uh, Mayor Mitchell came and spent a good long time. He was there for well over an hour and spent a lot of time really deeply looking at the exhibits and listening to some of the audio clips. And um, he also uh, you know, shared his uh, grandfather's story. His grandfather was lost at sea believe in 1952. Um, and so we were able to show him the Lost Fisherman website, which was developed by Deb Sharpentier at the Millicent Library, but it's an online resource and we have an, an access portal at the center. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, Mr. Mitchell then went, or Mayor Mitchell went back and sent us some details to share with um, with Deb Sharpentier. So I think they'll be added to that portfolio or that that portrait. Um, but yeah, it was, it was wonderful to have the mayor um, check us out and see what we're all we're all about. That's fine. Um, so this probably was his first extended visit, do you think? I think, yeah. yeah, I think it was. And, you know, it's already led to our opportunity to exhibit um, the the women's work thing up on the second floor of City Hall. And who knows what, what's in store after sure. that. Sure. So I know it's um, somewhat early to talk about the new year, but why don't you give us a peek into some things that will be happening of course, in 2023? Of course. You know, we um, are always... No, no shortage of ideas, always planning ahead. So we are looking at a, a theme of histories and mysteries next year. So we'll be doing a partnership with Spinner Publications and a gallery exhibit looking at archival photographs, sort of looking back to around 1900 and all the way up to the 1980s and seeing how things have stayed the same in some cases and how much things have changed. I think that'll be lend itself well to schools who are interested in, in looking back at history. Uh, and then the mysteries part is um, was inspired by a young man who interned with us over the summer, Ethan Bailey, and um, it's going to be looking at sea monsters. Now, those are found all over the place in mythology and folklore and so on, but there are also some real sea monsters and fishery scientists and fishermen pull up strange things from the bottom of the ocean. So sure. I think we'll have a lot of fun looking at science and art and stories and, and so on. And there will be an exhibit um, looking at that. Tattoos even could factor into that. I know lots of people with tattoos of krakens and, and the All like. That. Mm -hmm. So we got a minute to go here. I know you want to talk about volunteers because oh, every yes. nonprofit <laughs> needs volunteers. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. So we would love uh, anybody out there listening who might have an interest. You do not need to be a fisherman or somebody knowledgeable about the industry. That is a bonus, and we would love that too. But we will train you. Um, we need people who are friendly, who are outgoing, who love the city, who are interested in history. We have three volunteers uh, right now working on a mailing, so sometimes it's that kind of work. We've got volunteers helping with school programs, with special events. Uh, we had volunteers last night at our concert. So, you know, just there's lots of opportunity. We can keep you busy for once a week, once a month, once a year. Um, you know, we would take whatever help. And some, some volunteers who do research, too, for us. We get all kinds of inquiries, and it's helpful to have people who can follow up on those. So 
Give us and, a call. And if really you're young, interested. young and old. I mean, young and old. We have volunteers ranging from 15 to 91. There you go. Yeah. So can I give a phone number if someone's sure, interested? Please. You can give a call to 508 993 8894. There you go. If you're interested in volunteering at the New Bedford Fishing Heritage Center. Uh, Laura, it's great to see you again. Thanks for coming in and uh, giving us the rundown at the New Bedford Fishing Heritage Center. Uh, Stay with us now. Town Square Sunday will continue in just a moment.